up, what up, what up? This is Dame Girl Basketball Guru D. Should know me by now. If you don't, then you just out of the loop. Um, this is Adam Francisco, Mr. Suave. Uh, you should know him also. Like I said, if you don't know Better him, know me. Yeah, you're out of the loop. But welcome to the first episode of the Say It With Your Chest podcast. And really more than a podcast, it's like a, I want to call it a show. I don't really want to call it a podcast. It's more like a, a weekly show where, you know, I say Say It With Your Chest all the time because a lot of people, they say things, but they don't really say it with their chest. They just like to tiptoe around it and. I like to say things with my chest. So uh, this is a weekly podcast. We're going to be talking about sports, music, movies, whatever, food, whatever. Hey, <laughs> culture. <laughs> yeah. We'll we talk about this. culture. We, we got <laughs> to talk about it. Um, but uh, thanks for rocking with us a long way. We got to, we going to get, we're going to start off a little slow uh, while we get our, with our, get our, get in the groove and get our foot feet wet and, and we're going to go from there, but, uh, we might as well, we might as well get into it. I mean, you know who we are. Like I said, uh, the biggest thing that's happening in sports that's happening in sports right now was really the, uh, the Thunderbolt, what I guess not sports, Oklahoma city, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, the, the, the Thunderbolt, uh, new arena boat. It passed. It passed. I'm, were, you, were you surprised? <laughs> Um, I wasn't surprised, but what I was surprised about was how lopsided it was. You know, people were on Twitter, I guess, not saying it with their chest because yeah. it seemed like on Twitter it was like a 50-50 split. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, it turned out 7 out of 10 people voted in favor of the arena, so that, that definitely surprised me. Yeah, I was a little surprised because it, it's Oklahoma City, but it's not Oklahoma. If you know Oklahoma, Oklahoma is one of the only states that has voted red in Every in every election since Obama, so they just don't they don't rock with black people clearly. Uh, <laughs> but uh, we voted red in every every county, I should say, voted red in every uh, election since Obama. And but Oklahoma City, it was more progressive, more liberal, and this is something that the liberal voters would vote against. Yeah, um, Oklahoma City is filled more filled with. And this is not me. This is the statistics. This is what they say. <laughs> but filled, more filled with college-educated voters and yeah. more college-educated voters tend to vote against things like this. But I think the one thing that saved this vote was those more liberal voters and more educated voters don't really show up to the polls like they're supposed to do. And like they say yeah. They do. Uh, I was looking at the total count. It was like, what, like seven or... Uh, 57,000 people voted. There are 680,000 people in OKC proper. That's like, what, one in five, one in six people that are voting? That's, uh, to me, that's embarrassing, and that kind of shows why, as a state, politically, we're kind of going through some shit, because that that kind of proves our problem in this state. You know, the, the people that have contrary opinions don't seem to be going out and voting so we keep getting the same product every single time that's why we ended up it's just, i'm not trying no, to get no, you know canceled or whatever today but uh you know that's how we ended up with mary fallon that's how we ended up with kevin stitt is because you know the people that are passionate about voting them in they're voting the people that are passionate about you know keeping those type people out of the state they're not voting so that's been our issue <laughs> proven yesterday i mean in that's how we ended up with Trump. Like there was, and I, yeah. I'm a, I'm a huge politics person. Like I don't follow exit polls and everything. And Same. 
one of the, the polls before Trump and Hillary, it said that, and this was, was weird because it said that Bernie Sanders would beat Trump, but Trump would beat Hillary Clinton. And, but they still, but the voters, yeah, the the voters, okay. but it also said that Hillary Clinton would beat Bernie Sanders. So, but okay. the voters yeah. push, I mean, the voter, voters and the Dem- Democratic Party push Hillary Clinton. Yeah. And even even the day before, uh, I mean, the day of the vote with Trump and Hillary, I think it was CNN or MSNBC said 98% chance or 98% polling for for Hillary Clinton, and she lost. So this was clearly Man, yes. The people that I don't they believe were, in none of that stuff because it's all. Well, I mean, it's accurate, but the people that actually, yeah, you know, I like, think that's the point you're getting to. Yeah, like the people, yeah. like you go, like I can come to you and say, hey, who are you going to vote for? And you say, vote for voting for the arena. But mm-hmm. if you don't show up, it don't matter. And I think the people don't show up. The people that don't show up are the ones kind of hurting because being they think voting doesn't matter and. But I mean, that's that's politics for you. But I mean, Thunder getting a new arena, uh, I'm I'm happy for it because it directly affects my job. And I'm happy for it for multiple reasons. I mean, yeah, it obviously affects my job. And if if that vote would have got turned down and Thunder, you know, after 2020, 2026 that they were up for renewal, yeah. After 2026, if they were going to be leaving, so is Adam Francisco and his family. <laughs> yeah. I was getting the hell out of Oklahoma if, okay, if the Thunder were going to be there. Wherever the Thunder were going, that was either I was going to go there or I was going to find another team to go yeah. and because uh, There's no way I'm staying here for no City, reason. Especially, like, if, like I'm, I love Oklahoma City. I love yeah. living here. Like, and I tell my friends all the time, like, I don't like Dallas, Houston. That's where most of my friends are. That's not for me because – it's just too fast. Too, too fast paced yeah. for me. And I like I like to chill a bit more. Uh, too many people, too much traffic. So I love living in Oklahoma City. Same Louis would have been a good spot for you. Yeah, uh, Kansas City. Like I, Kansas I, City, I, okay. If, if Kansas City had a basketball team, that's where I'd KC be. is cool. I, man. I love yeah. KC. I, I live cool. in Oakland Park. <laughs> I mean, they got the Chiefs, which I just go to Broncos games. And I go yeah. to Chiefs games and probably try to cover the Chiefs. But and then they got they have a basketball team. It's not too far from Kansas, it's not too far from Kansas State. Is like I me. Mean, you got the good barbecue. You got the. You got museums. You got great shopping. I mean, Kansas is a great city. It's slept on, and I like their gothic vibe. Like the city is like got yeah, like the architecture of the city is oh, called gothic. gothic. Yeah, like it. At first, when I first went to Kansas City like four years ago, I was driving. I was like, man, this shit is ugly. Like this city is ugly. It just looks bad. But when I got to the nicer part of town, that like people care about i guess i got to see like the gothic style architecture in pristine condition and i was like no nah, okay this is pretty this is pretty i see what they're i see what they're trying to do but they got to keep the city up at the same time and then they got one of my favorite museums the uh negro league baseball museum yeah like i went i went because i went to the museum yeah. to go to the negro league baseball museum and then Next, the lady was like, you want a ticket for both? I was like, both of what? And she was like, oh, the, the Jazz Museum is right there. And I was like, oh. Wait, what? Yeah, the Jazz Museum is right I didn't. Connected. I guess like, I didn't see it. It's <laughs> like one side is the Negro League I saw Museum. That. And then the next, the side on the other side is like by the, uh, uh, the not convenience store, the 
before you get all the little trinkets or whatever. Oh, like a gift shop. Yeah, gift shop. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, right next door to that is the jazz museum, and I was like, "Well, so sign yeah. for that outside?" Because I did not see that. <laughs> yeah, okay. I was I was confused, but yeah, they they got the World War One museum. It's just a it's a beautiful, beautiful city. But you it, know, like, there's a theater across the street from it, right? Yeah. So that's where our Kappa initiation actually was. Why? Yeah, because we have to like. I, I'm not going to get into all that, but but um, that's the, the auditorium that we had our official Y'all have to drop all initiation. Every son of a bitch. Oh, okay. <laughs> like we said, it's going to be a little rusty. Anyway, um, yeah, so we do it regionally, and we're in the um, Middle Western province, so Midwest. We got people from, you know, uh, Kansas, Missouri, Oklahoma, parts of Arkansas, um, like Chicago area, St. Louis, all in one province, and we meet at the center point, which is technically Kansas City. So, well, if y'all didn't know, Adam Francisco is a proud Kappa. Uh, it gets annoying, especially when you walk around uh, under go. arena and it's like fifty of those dudes. We there. worldwide, baby. We it's worldwide. Disgusting. Uh, you know who was also a new? Who? Will. Will Chamberlain? Will Chamberlain was yeah, a capitalist. Yeah. But was yeah, a capitalist. That makes sense. Yep. Uh, yeah. It makes a lot of sense. It makes a lot of sense, doesn't it? <laughs> but, uh, that's, uh, I ain't going to say what I was about to say. They ain't ready for that yet. <laughs> but. Next topic. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I mean, the Thunder, uh, they get the new arena, nine or $850 million. The taxpayers are paying for the next six years. Um, no tax increase is just going to be the same penny tax that we've seen for our whole lives. Like, yeah. I was on the radio earlier this week, and I was like, only two people at this station, and Jerry Ramsey being one of them, knew what life was like. Like, yeah, that's what Jerry yeah, they just knew what life was like before. <laughs> the one, yeah. yeah, like, so we really, like, is everything we, I mean, obviously it would be better if that penny tax went away, because that's food, gas, every, like, everything, clothes, everything we buy. But, I mean... It ain't nothing's changing. It's no skin off my back. And like the the opposition part of that, they were saying that I mean it is a new tax because like if the the example they were using was if your mortgage company said your uh, the taxes on your house were ending next year, mm-hmm. and then they added a new and then they said never mind, it's extending. Yeah. That's a new tax. Yeah, but. That's different. It's nothing. Yeah, yeah. That's different. Yeah. If it were that situation, yeah. then I may have voted no myself. Actually, like if there was an additional tax and the owners were only yeah. uh, putting in fifty yeah. uh, million, then I'd be like, okay, no, nah, come on. Like we're paying for this straight up, but the fact that like we're not paying any more money than we've ever paid in our adult lives, and we're getting a new arena, might as well, might as well. I'm, and they got all the leverage. Like I was telling somebody recently, like. They were like, we, or this is the worst deal that we, or I'm sorry, this is the worst arena deal that's ever been negotiated. It is. It <laughs> is. Like, looking at the numbers, it's definitely the worst arena deal. But at the same time, we also have the least amount of leverage in Oklahoma City specifically. If you think of any, any literally any other market outside of, no offense, Memphis, I, Charlotte maybe? Maybe Charlotte, but they got a football team. Yeah, yeah. So, like, yeah, Memphis would be the only other market that, like, 
wouldn't have any leverage. If we say no, they'd be like, all right, screw y'all, we out. In my rule, whatever. And this is the general rule for every city, state that wants to build a new arena. If the city needs you, got to pay. If yeah. the city doesn't need you, you ain't got to pay. The Clippers, one, the LA. Bomber <laughs> is by far the richest owner in sports, worth $111 billion. That's with a B. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, he, he got, yeah, he got money. Fine. And so, yeah, yeah, he got what? money. Yeah, he got money. <laughs> um, the Clippers, the city of LA doesn't need the Clippers. At best, the Clippers are the fourth favorite team in the in the city. It's the Lakers easily, the Dodgers, yeah. oh, sports, and then USC football. And that's even when USC football hasn't yeah. been all that great. And yeah. then, then, then you can say State. Well, they're not in LA, so oh, you're talking about LA, not yeah. Cali. Okay, like then you can say the Clippers. Clippers. Clippers are a good third, fourth. So they you don't need them. The Lakers don't even want them in the building. So that's that's how that is. Uh, you look at Philadelphia. Have. You look at uh, the they're playing. They're they're wanting to build a new arena, and the the, the only thing that the fans care about is keeping that arena in downtown area because they're one of the only cities with all four major sports in the downtown area in the, or in the same area. Uh huh. You got the Phillies, the I think it's the Flyers that plays hockey. The uh, uh, Eagles and the Sixers all play in it's like a ten mile radius, if that. Really? Um, yeah. So, but they don't. They, they have the Sixers leave. They got three other professional sports. They're gonna like yes, they're gonna miss the Sixers, but they got three other professional They'll, sports. The city will survive yes. if the Thunder leave OKC. Yeah. The city ain't surviving. We, got, we have no other professional sports. If we had a, hey, we got the Dodgers football, too. <laughs> I mean, Shohei Otani probably gonna have do a little stint here or Tulsa, so that'd be dope. Yeah, uh, but yeah, it's not the That's same. It. It's, it before the Thunder was a it was a football state. It still is a football state, but it's not a professional football state. It's college football, and so when OU when OU moves to the SEC next season, it's just gonna be bigger football, but. That wasn't creating the economy yeah. like the Thunder has created. College football is not driving the economy in the 21st largest state in the United States. It's just, it's, it's not. It's not. But, I mean, so it was, it was a no-brainer for me in that yeah. sense. Like, yeah, and I, I don't like the deal. That yeah. much the owners would have paid more. And I think that's something that people didn't realize that because they were saying is paying for a bunch of billionaires, toys. Clay Bennett ain't no billionaire, and I make a joke. I make this joke all the time that Clay Bennett is the brokest NBA owner he, because he is though. Like he ain't he broke. Is. Clay Bennett ain't broke, but compared to like Bomber, Clay Bennett only worth. And I'm not trying to get in Clay Bennett's pockets. Like, everybody can look this up, but Clay Bennett is worth 400 million dollars. Yeah, which is set, is tied with somebody. I forgot who he's tied with, but uh, yeah. Now there's somebody. There's uh, I think Kaiser. Is uh, one of the owners? He worth he got some money. He like worth like fourteen billion dollars, something like that. And again, I'm not trying to get in their pockets. All this stuff you can just look up. Like yeah, I didn't like. I'm not telling any it's secrets. Public information. Yeah. yeah, it's public information. But these like it's like they wanted Clay Bennett to pay for the arena. He not giving up all his wealth to pay for the arena. That's just not smart business. And Clay Bennett might be worth more than four hundred billion dollars. I'm four hundred million dollars now with the the rise of the Thunder because I think they're worth two to three billion dollars yeah. now. Um, but he, it, it's not smart business to it's use all your wealth to play, pay for an arena. It's not. And again, going back to point one, 
they know that they don't have to. <laughs> they don't have to. It's it's they just had a really easy bargaining point or their threats were really easy to make. Just if you guys don't want to build this arena, we will gladly move somewhere else and OKC will be, you know, put in the dust, whatever. What do you want in the new arena? What do I want? Oh, man. Okay, so Atlanta has the like a club thing. I, I don't think we necessarily need like a that's club. Not OKC. That's not OKC. <laughs> a rodeo, man. But like, honestly, I, yeah. it would be lit. Like, put in like a section of Cowboys into the arena. Like, get you like an electrical bull, like inside of a bar, some country music, because that's what, that is what Oklahomans want. We're the minorities here. Like, Oklahomans want country music. So, I, you know, I'm always for matching your demographic wherever you are. Like Memphis, Memphis and Atlanta are pretty much the same uh, culture, demographic, whatever you want to call it. OKC, uh, Dallas, maybe Um, it's country. It's country. We got to embrace whatever culture we got here and it's country. So I think it should be very cowboy influenced, um, Native American influenced. Um, I can't think of any like specific features that I think of right now. I'd, I'd actually have to take time to think about that. But the mechanical bull inside of a bar is a must for me. That'd be, that'd be, I didn't even think of that, but that'd be cool. I want a sports book, which this is going to take. Uh, it's going to take the governor and the Native Americans in uh, passing sports betting, which it's already it's, it's looked like it's on track to pass, but. Still got to get there. Yeah. But I want a sports book attached to it. Um, place where people can go. Like Vegas. They have a little big sports book. Watch yeah. a bunch of games. Even on, even on non-Thunder game nights. Just go in there and watch games and stuff. I got And something. then in Cleveland, at the top, they have like a little concourse area where it's just people can stand and watch. They've got a bar behind. I don't think that's cool. Do something like that. Um, that's probably the only two things that I want, like for sure in there. So that's actually where I was about to go with that. Um, I'm still bitter about them canceling out Thunder Alley because it it was not Thunder Alley that was the problem. Yeah, it was. It was it was at Harkins Theaters. I know I know who was involved in that. Actually, uh, as embarrassing as that is to <laughs> say, I literally know the group that was involved, and they weren't even in Thunder Alley, and they ruined it literally for the next decade. So. I think in a way reinstating Thunder Alley in a you know safe way, either right inside the arena where people don't have to buy tickets, but they can be inside or make a designated area outside of the arena, just like it was where it can be like Thunder Alley with a bar and you know big TVs all over the place that again, people don't have to pay for tickets. They can just walk up. They have especially, to pay for food and drinks. But. Yeah, especially considering people paying for the arena. Like, since we pay for it, they can at least like, give like, us a free like, bar. Tick, we in rough times, and people can't pay for tickets, even even cheap tickets. I mean, they got families; they family kids want to go, so give give them some some uh, reason to watch. Go to at least go to yeah the, uh, down there. It'd be cool. There was a time, uh, actually, during that Thunder Alley run, my parents have had season tickets forever. So uh, my dad and all my uncles, I have uh, two uncles, my dad, and then one of their uh, friends split tickets. So there's, what, 41 home games? They split it, like, 10 each, basically. Um, 
and we had one of those playoff games. I told my dad to take my mom because I wanted to go to Thunder Alley with my friends. <laughs> I like didn't even want to go to the game. I just wanted to be I in Thunder Alley. Rest up with his friends. And that's exactly <laughs> what the hell I did. <laughs> that's exactly what I did. Yeah, I mean, that be I think that that's I think that's something that needs to be on the table. Yeah. I mean, like, why haven't we brought it back yet? Like, yeah, this like, year yeah, needs like, to be the yeah. year, actually. Like, bring it back. once is the perfect yeah. year. They're going to make the playoffs. Yeah, they're <laughs> so, gonna, yeah it's, it's looking. Yeah, they're going to make the playoffs. They're going to have to go on, like, a 12-game losing streak <laughs> to not make the playoffs like at this point. collapse. Yeah. They're going to make the playoffs. Like, Shea is by himself is good enough to get this team to the playoffs. playoffs. Yeah. yeah. So, bring, give the good fans. I, mean, gonna, I would assume they're going to bring back shirts yeah. for when they make the playoffs. Bring back Thunder Alley, too. Bring it back Thunder Alley. It's, it's a, it was a cool thing. Bring it back, refine it, tailor it to the way you want it to be. So it's not because I will say it was kind of just wild. Like it was just folks just walk up and do whatever the heck they want oh, to do, here's, here's and there wasn't can, a lot of security. Here's what they can do: like they already block off Reno in front of the arena. There we go. Make that uh, make that Thunder Alley. Put a big screen outside. There you uh, go. Maybe spread it a little bit. I mean, you got the park over there. Yep. Like you, you got options. There's also more developments yeah, now. Like we didn't options. have the park when Thunder Alley was going on. It was the Cox, the arena, no hotel, no nothing. Yeah, you, that is it. Yeah, we we got plenty <laughs> of options for them to do it. But yep. I mean, enough of the Thunder Arena talk. I mean, yeah. it's, it's happening. Nobody can do it about it now. <laughs> um, uh, but you had the end season tournament, first one. Uh, a lot of people. My co-host on DB with the radio, shameless plug, uh, hey. Dylan Buckingham didn't like it. He still doesn't like. It. He doesn't like the Lakers. He doesn't like the Lakers celebrating. He doesn't like that they hanging a banner. Doesn't like that they had champagne and everything. I, for one hand, I loved it. I was, I wasn't. I got to be honest. I was not sold when they first announced it. I thought it was a little gimmicky. I thought the players wouldn't care. Uh, I thought even even with the money, I was like, yeah, it's stupid. But as the as the games were played, as I saw the players play, and they really cared, uh, LeBron being one of them, I mean, he took this very serious. I, I'm I'm sold, and, and then especially I got to go. I was in Vegas for the Final Four, and, and it was it was dope uh, having that T-Mobile Arena. It's not a home. I mean, it was a great experience for my first Lakers home game. I'll, I'll say that because oh. it definitely was not not uh, a. Indiana, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, no Indiana fans there. Not really. <laughs> not really. <laughs> it was the Lakers' home game. They were booing, like they were booing, and the oh, Pelicans and the and the Pacers. <laughs> like, Are you serious? Yeah, like oh man, like Bi and Zion got some cheers. Tyrese Halliburton got a little sprinkle of cheers, but yeah. everybody just got booed. That was his coming out party. Tyrese Halliburton, like he's been doing this for a couple of years, but this is the first time he did yeah. it on the national, on the biggest. Oh, not the biggest. Second, second biggest biggest stage. Stage. For, for him, for yeah, him, yeah, for him, for sure. Um, I liked it at first. Uh, kind of the same thing. Like at first, I just thought it was kind of a gimmick, and just the NBA doing something to make more money, which you know they also probably were doing. But after after watching those games, after watching the passion that those guys played with, it showed me. Right there, I was like, okay, this is the first one, and we're seeing these guys playing like this. Imagine what the tense is going to be like. Yeah. It's, it's going to be like a real serious thing. And to me, as a Laker fan and a basketball fan, it's only right that the Lakers were the first winners of it. And LeBron James, you know, like it, 
to me, it sets the tone for how it's going to go from here on out. The way the Lakers celebrate it, everyone's going to emulate that. The way LeBron took you know so much pride in that, star players now are going to take pride in it because LeBron did. I don't know if that was sincere. The whole time that I was, <laughs> no, like the whole time the in-season tournament was going on and like they would interview LeBron, I was just thinking, I was like, the NBA done called up, Ron, and said, hey, we need you to pub this hard. We'll toss you a little extra, whatever, but but we need you to pub this real hard. <laughs> I said Adam sort of gave him something under the table. <laughs> I think that happens all the time. Yes, yes, I, yes, I do. <laughs> but um, yeah, I, I think they use LeBron as their marketing technique to push it and show like our star player is extremely um, excited about this. You bum should be <laughs> excited about it too. And I think that's what we're going to see. I, I think it was great to see Steph. I'm not Steph. Why is that Steph? But then he didn't make it. <laughs> to see LeBron care about it so much. Like, this dude took three charges. Yeah. Like, bro, he never took no charges. Bro, like, come on. Like, like, that's good for the NBA. And if the NBA did say, hey, can you show that you care about this a little bit more? I'm I'm good with that because there's there something new they're trying to get off the, off the ground. And if the biggest star in your league doesn't care about it. We heard uh, a couple years ago in the bubble where Giannis was like, whatever, whatever the Kings say, that's what we're going to do. <laughs> I mean, everybody is following LeBron's suit. It's been that way for years, and the NBA knows it. LeBron knows it. Which is crazy because LeBron's not even a top eight player right now. That's a, is he? I mean, that's, is he? that's tough. I, I ain't really Hold thought on. about it. I haven't thought about it either. That was a reckless thing. I said yeah, a little too much on my chest right then. But he's not a top I mean, five he's been playing. He's not a top five player right yeah, now. Yeah, I don't know. Top five, I don't think he's And Giannis five. is. So, and especially but you got Shea top five, and I don't. Even right now? Yeah. No, Shea's top okay, here's, five. Right okay, we're going to you, side track. If you're looking at the whole body of work, okay, no. No, it's not, not even like the whole right body. Right now no, in the not, league today, the whole body Shea's the top five. So I feel like every time we I talk about this, I got to say that I love Shea. I love watching him play. He's kind of one of my favorite players. Yeah, he a hater. He's, <laughs> he's, he is phenomenal. He does everything. Like, he does everything the right way. Like, he's, like the other day when we asked him uh, if, uh, if you write down his goals, he said yeah. that no, because it keeps me. It, it keeps him in tune with the with the possession and the play and the team. Like, like yes, that's great. However, I feel like I for me, Daniel Bell, I can't put anybody top five that hasn't led their team to the playoffs. Yes, he's made the playoffs. He hasn't led a team to the playoffs yet, and he's he's not gonna like Shay is. He's he's pulled into that neighborhood. He got he got into that gate. It's a gated community. Shay has gotten to that gate. He's trying to find the house so he can get into the get into the door. But he 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 there. He's close. But I just can't put him top five yet because I got like because like top five is a is a different level where top like three is a different level. No, it's top five for me. It's a different level where you in the playoffs and you so you showing like we oh, we've seen gonna be in the playoffs. Did you see who he yeah, was playing yeah, with? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, that's not I'm saying. It's not that he's not great. Like. Like, I'm not saying like, so. It's a technicality. No, like not he's not top. No, 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 no. He's he's not top five because it's, it's or whatever. A, like skill wise, he is, but he hasn't crossed that threshold because he hasn't led his team to the playoffs. So technically, and we haven't seen what he like. We've seen him in the playoffs five. before, but it has it hasn't been as the guy. As the guy, like I understand your argument. Like is and it's I, for me. I just got to see guys in the playoffs. And like I said, they're gonna make the playoffs this year. So maybe he's not five next year. Who knows? But I I can't like. 
Giannis. Can't put him over Giannis. No. Can't put him over Jokic. Jokic, no. You have him over Embiid. I can't put him over Embiid. I got him over Embiid. Right yeah, now. I can't put him over Embiid. I got him over Embiid. I can't put him over Steph. Can't put him over... What's Steph leading his team to yeah, right now? But uh, Seven's done it. He, that's another, that, that's another consistency. What is no, but consistency right is consistency is a thing. Oh. Also. So Zeph has done it, but and I don't even say Zeph stop out. I can't put him over Luca. He's better than Luca. I can't put him over Luca. He's better than Luca. I can't. I can't put him over. I'm sorry. Luca's gonna so Luca, and this is coming from a from a very good place because Russ is like one of my favorite players to ever do it. But to me, Luca, like his numbers are going to look outrageous, and this year. The Mavericks are also looking good, just like the Thunder. But, like, to me, man, his impact man. on his team is not as significant as Shea's man. is on the Thunder. Those Mavs like, teams you weren't just supposed said, to be making the playoffs previous year. They weren't supposed to be beating the Clippers. Luke, we needed to call. We, we, we just got a vendetta against the Clippers. We need, no, no we is. need to call Dr. Umar to figure out what the <laughs> hell Luka got against the Clippers because every time he faces them, he, he goes sees, crazy. Bro, he goes crazy. Bro. I don't know what it is. Bro, I don't know is. what they have said. Who? Who has said something to him and what they said like to him, him? But he goes crazy on them. It's personal. I get your argument. Like I do. I just I do. And like and this is coming from somebody that like I would never ever draft a international guy. And that's yeah. maybe because and that's me saying that because we don't get to see them. Like and I, my friends make fun of me till this day about saying that I wouldn't have taken Luca. Uh, with the first pick, I said I would have taken Trey. Um, I would have taken Trey too, and I, I still, I still said because I think that Devin Booker and Trey fit together better than Luca and Devin Booker. But um, <laughs> you can't for me, for me as just a regular person, I can't see Luca <laughs> every day. I, I, it was the same, same retired YouTube clips. Now, <laughs> Wimby was different. I got to see Wimby in person. Yeah, yeah, that was that was yeah. different. So Wimby is different, but other like Wimby is the only guy that I would have ever taken number one. Mm-hmm. And obviously, depend on the drafts and how those work out. Like who else is in that drafts? Like Yao Ming is probably a guy I probably would have taken number one because who else were you gonna take? Yeah, but what draft was he? In? Oh, oh, two. two? Okay, LeBron. Oh, yeah, that's crazy. But Luca. I just like I didn't see like I didn't get the hype because it was the same you so like dude we seen the same it looked, same he crap looked over like a regular yeah. and, but I'm not gonna lie he kind of looked like uh uh Bossa like it's the same yeah. type of game and I was like oh okay whatever like but I, I get like I mean now I can say yeah I probably would I still I mean still with the fit like I don't like Luca just has a, has to have the ball in his hands so much I don't know yeah. if that fit works with Devin Booker so I still would have taken Trey and I mean. Trey and Luca both have been to a, a conference finals. Both have put up some crazy numbers. Trey's just a little bit underrated for whatever. Like, he's, like people underrated. just don't like him for some reason. But but they got to get over that hate. Yeah. Trey is nice, man. Trey is nice. He's but, averaging like twenty five and ten right now. That's that's another like, take. Like I feel like ridiculous. Trey is closer to Shea than Shea. No, 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 no. Let me, let me finish this. <laughs> oh, <laughs> then Shea. Is closer to one, so whoever like okay, yeah, Jokic okay, okay. or Giannis, whoever, whichever one of those guys you think is the best player in the league, I think Trey is closer to Shea. But, but that's me saying like obviously, the general general populace doesn't think that Shea. I mean Trey is as that close to Shea, 
But I think I think Trey is I think Trey, I think Trey is cold. <laughs> no, no, no. Trey is one of my favorite. Literally, he's also one of my favorite players because of the passion that he plays with. He never takes a game off. Um, and that's what, why I've always liked him, even in high school. He, now, he never took games off. With the step Shea is taking on defense this year. That is what I was he about to say. He took a step last year. So that's what I was about to say. He took a huge step this that year. That is exactly why I have him. He might be all NBA defense. Over Luca right now because Luca is he he's trying. He just can't yeah. play defense. Hey. He's slow. Hey. He's hey. Slow. hey. What? That game we went to in Dallas, Luca was low key locking up. <laughs> that was one of the best defensive games I've seen from Luka. He was low key it locking was, up. But I'm going to have to see 82 games That's where he fair. looks like. So Shea's not, I wouldn't say Shea is an elite defender, but to me, he's, he is, he's, he's good. He's fringe. He's a good defender. Yeah, like he's, he's fringe, good, and elite. Like no, he's, he's in the middle of both of those things right now. And to me, to average 30 points a game, lead the league in steals, um, He's not on any like high assist list, but he he his impact outside of having to score every point for the Thunder far to me supersedes what Lucas' impact is on both ends of the floor for the Mavericks. You see, like defensively, when Shea leaves, you see a huge yeah. drop off. And even off with Casey and, and Lou on the yeah. floor, there is a drop off. Um, so yeah, that's I mean he that's he impacts the entire game. That's fair. I just, uh, it's tough for me to put him over. You can't have him at five? No, because I don't even know. I had him at the Also, don't even know if I got him over Devin Booker or KD. He's better than that. I don't know. He's better than that. I don't know. Like now, yes. Two years ago? No. I don't know. It's uh, it's a discussion. KD got to play eight straight games. (laughs) He got to play eight straight. No, that's fair. (laughs) I think the argument, for me, the argument starts with AD. Okay. Wherever you put AD. And I give the edge to Shea. Because of AD's availability, yeah. um, I've been somebody that has defended AD for years. Uh, <laughs> and, and, and like, like he's my own child. I've been defending AD, so, but I got. I mean, I can't I not. not say that he's, he's not. He he's just there every night, and this year he's done a great job of being there every night. Um, but still, even when he's there. It's up and down on the offense, but his defense, he's defense player of the year oh, this yeah, year. His yeah, defense yeah. is never, never. Never in question. Yeah. Never. But offensively, I mean, he just got to get be more consistent. But I think that's where the argument starts with Shea. Like that seven, eight, nine range. And if you have LeBron there, I mean, so what? But I mean, I don't I don't know if I would have LeBron over Shea. But LeBron's still LeBron's still great, man. That's, okay, he's yeah. not human. LeBron, was not, he's clearly an alien. LeBron is unbelievable. I, that, that's one thing. I ain't calling him no goat, but he is unbelievable. Well, Kobe's the goat. Kobe is the goat. It's him. Kobe and Jordan. It's Kobe and Jordan than everybody else, in my opinion. Kobe and everybody else. But Yeah, not even Jordan. You like throw that ball-headed dude. No, Lee, we about to get canceled. Bro. This now, is our first and only episode. For me, like, I, I got Kobe. One for me, LeBron too. I because I what I seen, I didn't get to see Jordan, and I feel like seeing guys makes a big difference. Like I got to see Kobe coming off the plane, dropping fifty, no war, no warm up, just yeah. putting on your jersey, dropping. I got to see Kobe in the down years, and then having to build the team back up and get back to a championship level. I got to see LeBron overcome losing to the Mavs and winning the championship. Got to see LeBron coming back from 3-1, like, I was there, like, seeing Jordan highlights is not the same. Being in time is not the same. 
So yeah. that's why. I, and then LeBron saved the Lakers. So no, um, yeah, he did. he did. I'm giving LeBron the edge over Jordan he just did. based so, on that alone. So my thing, you know, like I've had numerous conversations with you. I don't like the GOAT debate. I don't even like, to me, Kobe is the GOAT. Like if, if you had a gun to my head and I had to like tell you who's, who's the greatest player to ever do it, I'm going to say Kobe. But like, I really don't like that argument. Because it's, what, 80 years of basketball? More than that, like, it's just too big of a sample size, and there's too many different variables. There's no quantifiable way to, like, say or prove that someone's the best. It's all opinion-based. So, like, the way I see it is you have goats of generation. So, like, you got your wilts. Wilt them passed it down to Kareem. Kareem passed it down to uh, Magic. Magic passed it down to Jordan. Jordan passed it down to Kobe. Kobe handed it off to LeBron. I don't know who the hell's up next. <laughs> uh, Gian, Gian, no, Giannis ain't got the dog in him to do that. So, like, I don't know. Because everyone I just mentioned has, a do- like, the, that dog in them. And I don't know. Is, is it? Someone said this earlier. Is it Shay? Is it? No, just, just simmer on it. Simmer on it. You got to look. No, 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 no. Big picture. Big picture. <laughs> right now, we're both saying no. NBA right now, history says no. We're both because like I'm interested to hear this. Hold on. Right now though, we're saying no. We're saying no. Shay just talked about he wants to be one of the greatest players to ever do it. His drive is there, his work ethic is there. He has that mystique about them uh, uh, about him that Kobe had, same type of kind of mysterious type of personality that Jordan has. He's a little quirky. He has a weird pre-game and post-game rituals. He's talked about that in uh, the article with uh, Kim K, like he he's a lot like them, and the organization he's with is set up for like long term success. So Shea could theoretically win three or four championships with the Thunder, possibly, possibly. Um, I I I just don't know. Like I feel like it's here's the thing. Statement. Like we every generation knew, before like before the guy became the guy. Yeah it was already set up for them to be the guy. Like, yeah. like it was supposed to be Grant Hill, but Grant Hill yeah. got hurt. And if Grant Hill doesn't get hurt, he might be in that conversation. But Magic, after he won a championship in his rookie year, it was like, yeah, that's that's going to be one of the greatest. Yeah. But then Magic had his uh, own issues, obviously. Thunder. Um, <laughs> um, Kobe, at the All-Star game, it was, everybody knew, this is the next guy. This is yeah. the next Jordan. LeBron, the heir apparent, the King James in high school. Yeah, like, everybody 16. Knew. Yeah. The thing is, we haven't had that guy. Wimby is the only guy that has been talked about as he might be the next one. Do you think after after 22 games, three, whatever, I mean, do you think, like, has he met your expectation of what you thought yeah. he would be? It's just his team that's up. Yeah, that's how garbage. I, okay, that's what I feel. Like, I've told I've seen a lot yeah. of people talking about I've him. Told, I've like, told. Many people, and I still believe this, and this is a say it with your chest. Wimby could be the best player of all time. Yeah, he could easily. Like, that's has a, a controversial thing yeah. to say. Yeah, uh, you think you would think it shouldn't, but it is. Uh, Wimby is the the best prospect to ever come into the NBA. Pros- just prospect alone, whether his career will turn out to whether he reaches that ceiling. Yeah, we don't know, but. Wimby, dude's skill set is undeniable, and his team just like, dude just his rebound is becoming better. His defense is ridiculously and his backup on uh rookie number one in rookie ladder now so uh i don't yeah. think, i don't think anybody's gonna take that away from him <laughs> yeah nah. but i mean i think wimby is the guy that has been talked about mm-hmm. so maybe it's him uh 
Luca was in that conversation. Zion was in that conversation. Just gonna um, be the best international player to ever. Um, it's another hot take. I, I think he's gonna. But I, he, I, he, Shay, I don't know. <laughs> Shay, I don't, I don't know. Shay, that's that's tough. I it's it that is a hot take yeah, for sure. Yeah. That's a hot take for sure. But it, I'm not predicting it. I, I just someone mentioned it, and I, it made me think. I was just like, hmm, you have a like they had a point. I feel like it's not that too far off. Not saying that Shea's going to be in the same conversation as Kobe and Jordan. So I don't want y'all to start the numbers, start y'all stuff. He's, he's there, but his number that's the last year, Like his was, numbers are there, but it takes multiple years. It takes he going out for a decade straight. MVP. It takes going out and win Finals MVP. Yeah, winning. And if a, he does that, maybe winning an Olympic gold medal. Like yeah. You, you gotta get uh, all def- all NBA defender. Like I, you can't be in the goat debate if you ain't never won all NBA de- or been on the all NBA defensive team. How many of, has LeBron been on? Uh, <laughs> uh, got someone lurking here. Uh, Matt Burton and uh, <laughs> Matt Burton coming on. Let's do a line here. There you go. <laughs> Thanks, y'all. A little interruption. Appreciate it. From the little soccer guys, <laughs> kickball. Yeah, we're it's recording. Kickball. 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 <laughs> we're just gonna roll with it. We're just gonna roll with it. Yeah, I, I, I'm not hiding nothing at all. <laughs> oh, since he's gonna come in, get on camera. Here you go. What's going on, with y'all? How's the wedding planning going? Awesome, man. You know, it's all good. Is it really awesome? Well, she did most. I was about to. Okay. That's the way it should be. My, I just got my stuff. Hug. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I'm just prepared. This is going to go online. So. Yep. <laughs> We're not cutting none of this. Bro, I live online. I've been my whole life. <laughs> Shout out to Matt, Matt Burton Burt and Ryan Chapman. Ryan Chapman. <laughs> Love you. Love you too. But I don't even remember what I was talking about. I don't remember. What, just go to the next. Yeah, we've been on here 42 minutes. Let's go ahead and uh, go to the next. We talk about, we talk about some football. Oh, that's off of all. That's a surprise to the Cowboys. I'm playing. You're right. Yeah, the Cowboys yeah. are thriving. The best team in the league. Most Broncos. dynamic team. Yeah, the Broncos. Oh my God. Yeah. Only team then. I think y'all seven and six. Six or seven though. Y'all y'all ain't have a winning record yet. You won six or seven. Okay. That's cute. Best team in the league right now. That's cute. I mean, we don't power get the rankings. Be, if you're on the power rankings, yeah, probably. Like we don't get three. to be the Cowboys and get to play garbage teams every week. We'll have Ooh, beat the, you beat the Eagles. Ooh. It was the best team in the league, right? Beat, y'all didn't beat the Chiefs. The best team in the league. Y'all didn't beat the Chiefs. The Chiefs are trash, clearly. <laughs> yeah, we got yeah. uh, uh, Patrick Mahomes out here throwing tantrums on the field for <laughs> real penalties. What do you think about that? <laughs> I think it was a really embarrassing moment for him. Like, I understand you don't make those, you don't typically make those kind of calls, but like to throw a tantrum like that and when you complain to the opposing quarterback when you're supposed to be congratulating him on a big win, I think that, to me, that diminished his value uh, as a quarterback. Yeah. Like, yeah. That, that, no, okay, well, I'm not going that far. Not like his legacy, not so much, but like, I don't know, just the way he's seen. To me, Mahomes didn't do anything wrong. Like, he's never done anything wrong. He's always been like a pretty clean guy never got into any trouble no big controversies outside of telling his wife not to come to game like this is nothing crazy but that was the first time where i was just like man this dude's kind of like i don't know i I don't know man like is he a sore loser i don't know he's never he's never seen him lose really 
never really seen Patrick lose. It it was a little crybaby. Like it was like you said, embarrassing. Um, was throwing his helmet all over. Yeah, like three, like three guys were holding him. The back. dude was offside. He was I mean, offside. Like, it was a like, yeah, it was a penalty. Like, it, was, like, it was. It wasn't like his his toe, but the whole body, his yeah. head. You could barely see the ball. The if they wouldn't have called it, Josh Allen would have had just as much ammo, and it actually would have been legit. It, yeah. if, he, if you know, for a missed call. So like, like I've seen people talk about how the ref usually says, "Hey." 84, hey, 10, whatever your number is, you're on the line, or you supposed to check with the ref, uh, look to the side. When I was in middle school, my uh, great middle school career, football career, uh, oh boy. <laughs> when I was on, when I was playing, I, it was, I would know, which, and if I know that in middle school, you damn sure you better know it in the NFL. Yeah. You look at the ref and say, hey, I'm good, and the ref thumbs up or say back hey, up. Play one again. year of football, and yeah. I know that. Like, like that's, that's, what you're to, that's what you're supposed to do. Yeah. But the the problem is he wasn't on. He wasn't outside the numbers. He mm-hmm. was inside the numbers, close to the offensive line, and the ref can't yell, "Hey, thirty four, hey, eighty four, whatever his number is." He can't. Also, man, you a grown man. Get yeah. get, <laughs> get on sides, bro. Yeah, so get on sides. Kadarius Tony, man, it's just been a rough year for him. Been a rough He's, career for him so far. It's been it, it hadn't been the best, but I mean, you got the Cowboys. Oh, question though. Wait, hold on. What's your question? What's your question? Say so you got the Cowboys coming out of the NFC. No, damn. Nah, nah. See, see, I'm a I'm one of the best Cowboy fans because I'm very realistic. I am extremely realistic. I have never said this is our year, I, and this is on record. I have never <laughs> in my thirty, almost one in two weeks years of living, have oh, ever said what's the yeah, 11 days, so a week and a half. I have never said that this is our year. I don't even think this is our year. <laughs> um, if it happens, great, but I'm not predicting it until they get to the, like, NFC Championship game. Then I'll start getting obnoxious. But, yeah. like, I, I, let's just get a win in the playoffs. Yeah, the Cowboys are a team where it's we've seen so many years of them failing, get to the playoffs, yeah. it looks great, and then they just fail. You got you to see, see it to believe it and until they – until we see it. I'm Until Dak can prove that he can string together two or three, th- three or four, not nah, two or three big wins. Big win. Uh, this last week was the first one. Solid game. Yep. There was that fumble, but he played a very good game. Um, this week, they're playing Bills. He has a um, tough one. good game against their defense. I earn a little bit more respect. And then the week after, I think they're with uh, they'll be playing Detroit. Is it Detroit? I know y'all schedule. I believe it's Detroit. <laughs> He's really just a Broncos fan. Anyway, I think they play Detroit. If he can win all three of those games, and we feel like it was because of his play, all slender aside, I'll stop talking about Dak Prescott because I've been very critical of him. I think I'll have a a decent chance. I mean, the 49ers are uh, ahead, a body uh, ahead of everybody else. Um, I don't want to play the Niners. That you got to. I think I you got to somebody knock them I hope out. Somebody knocks them um, out because we're not beating the Niners. I think the Eagles. Both both of y'all won games at home, so whoever whoever gets home field advantage probably wins that game if y'all match up against the Eagles. And then I'm still. I think the Lions are going to be tough in the playoffs. I know they haven't been that good hmm. the last couple of weeks, but especially last week losing to the Bears. But I think the Lions are going to be really tough. Now I still have y'all ahead of the Lions. Not to be clear. But I think so they where go, do we rank in the league right now? In the league, let's see the 49ers. Ain't nobody on the AFC side. So, so yeah, it might be what, the Ravens? 2A, 2B. 
Mm. But so you saying like the Niners, us, Ravens, Eagles. Y'all and the Eagles are still right there, neck and neck. I think we're ahead over the Y'all still neck and neck. We beat them 33 to 13. Who cares? So they, did not, they did not. But y'all lost them at home. Yeah, so like we, said, we, we lost by four points. Who, who cares? That was a very good who game. Cares? They just who cares? Whoever whoever gets home better oh manage is, is a better team. <laughs> if you want to say if you uh, want to say the Cowboys, that's fine. It's, it is the Cowboys. It's fine. It is uh, the Cowboys. Ravens might be there. Ravens are um, good. Dolphins, no. They're just just offense. Yeah. And well, which Tyreek Hill might be the MVP in the league because when he was off the field, they were garbage. He came back and they looked Tyreke good and still lost the is, game. This is a historic year, man. Dude is, this is crazy. He saving my fantasy team. This is crazy. I've tried my best not to like Tyreek. <laughs> but uh, what he's doing this year is um, – Shout out to Tyreek. A whole nother level. I used to play against him on the, uh, in, at the Colvin in, uh, at OSU. Dude can hoop. He's hella athletic. I'll, he I'll give you that. At five foot eight, he's hella athletic. He can, I thought he was so good. I thought he was on the basketball team. Because I, I was like, he thought Tyreek was on the bro, basketball. He, he, he was that good. It came into and uh, we was we was going back and forth at each other. We was like we were giving each other buckets. Yeah. And after the game, because uh, at first he was like, we, oh, you got we were giving Tyreek buckets. Yeah, I gave everybody buckets. Now I'm not gonna stop everybody. But he was he was he was cold. You're really Zach Randolph out here. <laughs> no, like I, really... I can play defense. It's just Tyreek was just that, and I wasn't really guarding Tyreek because he was short and I was short and fast. Um, but yeah. Um, but yeah, I was giving buckets. He was like, "Oh, you got the juice." Uh, and so after the game, uh, I was like, "Dude, what are you doing?" I was asked my friend. I was like, "What are you doing in here?" Uh, I was like, "What is he doing?" Like, why is I like I thought basketball players can't be playing against us like oh, that? Oh man, and he was like. Dude, he played for the he played for the football team. I was like, hell no. <laughs> he was like, yeah. So he looked out, looked it up. Five eight and stumpy, yeah, bro. He was, he was he was cold, but uh, yeah. Shout Tyreek's just all around athlete, man. Like I, I feel like he's he, he's the track star too. He won yeah, state yeah. In high school. Like he's, he's he ran at OSU and he ran at OSU. He actually, um, my brother. I'm gonna go ahead and plug him. His name's Emmanuel Denson. Uh, broke a lot of Oklahoma records in the one ten hurdles and the uh, four hundred relay uh, at John Marshall back in like. Between 2008 and 2011, 4A, and um, the only person that he will admit I wasn't at every single track. The only <laughs> the only person that he will admit in college actually like beat him like decisively is Tyreek. He was like that dude is on another level. That's another level. And Eman ran like a four. I think in senior year of high school he ran a four three flat, and he got faster in college. Obviously, so I'm guessing like a mid four two. So whatever that is, Tyreek's faster. <laughs> I guess we can talk about the But I, I do look the Broncos back to football. The Broncos, if they continue, they have a oh, chance. Oh, no, listen, listen. Based on like you just said, the AFC ain't that good. They have a chance just based on that alone. If yeah. they can continue to their defense looks really good. If Russ can just continue to just be solid, they have a chance based on the a AFC being bad bro i'm gonna be so pissed off <laughs> i'm gonna be so upset you don't even know what well, you may know kiera my wife sorry my wife is named you know kiera um follow k francisco photography i'm gonna go ahead and add that in there you need senior shoots you need family shoots anything k francisco photography there we go and this is our first uh <laughs> plug plug but anyway um her whole family's from denver she's from denver her whole family's from denver her whole family are broncos fans they they oh well not leave Broncos end up making, yeah, and it's in yeah, Vegas having any success, any success in the playoffs, 
I'm, I'm going to be a nervous wreck because I, I, I can't with the noise that I've talked this year <laughs> before this six game or six out of uh, seven game streak. I don't think they let me hear the last of it if they ended up making it to the Super Bowl this year. Dude, you won't. You won't hear the last of it from me. Uh, yeah. We got it, what, six more months? <laughs> so, so, yeah. You definitely won't hear the last of it from me. But can do it. we got to wrap this up. Uh, I think uh, for a little cool thing that we're going to do, or a little nerdy thing, I don't know, not nerdy, whatever, whatever you want to call it, whatever adjective you want to use, uh, that we're going to do <laughs> at the end of every episode, we're going to draft. Uh, something random. Not not gonna take like five best players of all time because it's just generic. So, I think today we're doing we're just gonna take five rappers and a producer. So like five and a six man, and so like make a song. Uh, I'll let you go first since you're younger. <laughs> so um, disclaimer. I oh you know. oh, I will say I did add it. I didn't tell you this, but we got to pick a woman. Also, oh it's easy. No. Um, I. I will say the '90s is a very cloudy time for me because I was I, I did not listen to hip hop in the '90s. I was not allowed to as a child. My my parents were not for that hood rat music, so I'm kind of limited in my knowledge. But I will say, do I just list off five out? No, you just get one first. One, my first rapper. Yeah, who's your first pick? Drake. <laughs> I mean, it's gonna be a hit. That's cool. It's gonna be a hit. Drake's that's, in that's it. Cool. I'm going with the GOAT. You got to go with the GOAT. And I'm going with Jay-Z. This is e- easy. I can respect easy, that. Easy first round pick. Uh, Kanye. See, that's that's a good one because you can get him rapping and get him produced. That's, that's, that's a smart. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm still going to throw a producer in there. So. Yeah, I know. That's, <laughs> yeah, that's a smart. So an epic collab. I'm going with my favorite rapper of all time. I'm going with the white boy, Eminem. I know Eminem, but that's gonna be. I'm gonna get a lot of hate for that one, but I I love Eminem. It's gonna be a lot of talking. First album I ever bought was Eminem. Really, Eminem show with my own money. Yeah. Okay, I said Drake. I said Kanye. I gotta go with a lyrical guy, a really lyrical guy. Let's do Kendrick. That's 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 a good one. Let's do Kendrick. Let's go. You go. Post two thousands, clearly. <laughs> I am with third pick. Oh, I got a sleeper in there. <laughs> the third pick, I am gonna go Jeezy. There's oh man, there's, that's a good one. There's nobody's oh. verse that gets me hyped like a great Jeezy verse, and he already got the chemistry with Jay Z. So yeah, we holding the trap down. <laughs> that's 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 a that's a great slept on pick, and I'm actually mad because I'm gonna have to leave out one of my favorite rappers. Um, what is this four? Yeah, I can't do it, man. I can't leave out the goat. My goat. He's not the goat. But he's not the goat. <laughs> I can't leave out Lil Wayne. But I mean, uh, that's not a bad pick. It's not. But the other person I want, I gotta get another producer in there too. I, Wayne. You said Wayne. Wayne. Okay, now your last pick got to be a woman. Just keep keep that in mind. Yeah, you forgot. <laughs> so, no. Oh my so, gosh. So with my fourth okay. pick, okay. I don't know. Like I, I made this one. I wanted. I didn't know if I wanted to go with Lauren Hill, 
Mm-hmm. Didn't mm-hmm. know if I wanted to go with Nicki Minaj. Ah, Cardi B, who is my favorite female rapper. That right is now. the most random yeah, thing I, I think I've ever heard out of your Cardi. mouth. I love Cardi B, man. Um, I go with Missy Elliott. Go with Eve. Who you going with? I don't know. <laughs> I've named every female rapper. I think so. Like, especially for How about like Lotto. For uh, <laughs> for hook purposes, and it, like she can rap and she can sing. I'm gonna go with Laura Hill. That's a she really... might not show up on time to the show, <laughs> but that's a really good one. I'm going with her. Um, let's do a six man. No, no, no. Yeah, let's do <laughs> the like, six man is a producer. Like if one guy's in jail, we gotta have somebody else to come in. My guys, uh, I guess Jay Z has been in jail. Yeah, yes. Uh, <laughs> all right, so I'm gonna go with the goat, man. Since we making changes, I'm gonna go with the goat. Just dropped the album, Nikki. That's fair. This this is very very good pick. Her first album was great. I haven't even listened to Nikki is one of my favorites. She was my first like, actually no Eve was my first hip hop crush. And then Nikki was a close second. Only reason Eve was my crush is because my name is Adam. And I was a kid and I was corny. Yeah, clearly. I, I was. Clearly. I was a simp back then. But it's okay, because I grew up. <laughs> okay. Well, my fifth pick, and I, 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 I kind of want to go with one of my favorites. Mm-hmm. But I also kind of want to go with with somebody that's going, I don't know. Because all, all these guys are some of my favorites. I'm leaving out five people, so you gotta leave out somebody. Oh, I'm leaving. I'm leaving out. Yeah. I think I'm gonna go with. Then we'll, man. Uh, I'm not much much of a. Tra- I, you know, since we got Jeezy holding down the trap, yeah. I'm gonna go with. I'm gonna go with Tupac. Gonna, yeah, That's a I'm, good. I'm, I'm, I'm I was waiting for one with, of us to do. Okay. I'm gonna have to go with him. I, I was cool. I was about to go either Future or. Or T.I. But you know what I'm actually going to do? There are no rules. We made no rules. I'm switching them out. I'm switching one out. I'm cutting. I'm cutting Wayne because because with the rappers that I have, he would he would kind of break up the flow. And I'm going to add Andre 3000. That's fair. Andre with Kanye and Drake alone is going to give you a vibe is unmatched in my opinion. That's fair. Okay, whatever. Okay. Now you got to pick your producer. Oh, I thought I did. That was five. Kanye. Yeah. Kanye's a rapper and producer. But you know, pick a producer. For real. Okay, that's fair. For real. My favorite. But then, if you pick a Pharrell, then I'm going with Timbaland. Ooh. Yeah, the, the, oh. You hit him with, with his the sleepers, mentor. bro. I'm going with his mentor. You hit him with the sleepers. But that's... So, Golly. recap. I got Jay-Z... Eminem, Tupac, Jeezy, Lauryn Hill, with my producer as Timbaland. And you got, you got Lil, I got no, Drake, I got Drake, I got Nick Kanye, I got Nicki, I got uh, Andre 3000, and Kendall. And then Pharrell. And Pharrell, that's solid. six, but. It's solid. We, I mean, y'all selling out arenas, we selling out stadiums, that's cool. <laughs> Again, I ain't no hip hop head, so I can't even go in on you on anything because I don't know. No, I just like my music. I feel like you, Nikki is selling out a damn. You uh, probably stadium. like people gonna be Nikki on your Drake head. alone. People they gonna got, be on your head for leaving out Wayne though. That's crazy. I feel bad for leaving. That's out crazy. Wayne, but 
I'm just thinking of the logistics of the song and you put in, yes, Wayne birthed both Nikki and Drake. Without Wayne, there would be no Drake or Nikki at the level that they are. Uh, they may have, you know, broken in, but they wouldn't, they wouldn't be who they are without Lil Wayne. Um, but to me, Kendrick brings his own dynamic. Drake, Drake is kind of a Swiss army knife. He fits whatever because he's a pop artist. He's not really even a rapper. I'm surprised you let me do that. But um, he raps. Drake, he raps, but he's the pop artist. He, he sings too. He does reggae as well. <laughs> he does like, he does a lot of stuff. <laughs> and that's not even me, you know, hating on Drake. It's actually a compliment because he can do everything on an elite level. Yeah, whatever. Anyway. But uh, that's it. I mean, that's the first one. You got it out the way. That's long it. time coming. Man, long time. <laughs> we finally got this one out the way. Should be a weekly show. We are two very, very busy people. Um, sometimes it might be on Zoom. Sometimes we might have this set up. Uh, as you can see, we st still a work in progress. As the what the, fail? The, the oh, poster, yeah, the, po yeah, the poster. Uh, oh, Kobe is, has been rocking for the, for the longest. I gotta redo the Jimmy poster, but uh, yeah, the first one finally got it out the way. Happy to get it out the way. Um, follow us. We're probably gonna have some links on. Uh, some pages on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok. I don't figure out how to use TikTok. I mean, we be too old to use. Yeah. Oh, well, he I guess he ain't as old as I am. Figure it out. We figure it out. <laughs> uh, you can follow him at Adam Francisco. That's Adam with two D's. Uh, Francisco spelled the normal way on Twitter. Uh, Suave Report. Follow Suave Report on Twitter and Instagram. Follow me, Basketball Guru D, on Twitter. D.Bell20 on Instagram. Might be changing my Instagram name. I don't know. Follow BSO. Got a plug. Got a, <laughs> got a plug BSO. Uh, at BSO. Black Sports Online. If you want to go read some articles. Uh, and yeah. SwaveReport.com. The Swave The SwaveReport.com. Put in SwaveReport.com. It's going to take you somewhere that you want to go. So, oh. <laughs> the SwaveReport.com is going to be. But yeah. <laughs> Until next time. Appreciate y'all. And Daniel Bell out of Francisco. Peace out. Oh.